0: saturdays southerners know three things barbecue bourbon and betting on big time college football from point spreads to parlays money line dogs to backdoor covers we'll let you know who's winning this weekend and by how much it's the betting on ball games podcast with Corey betts back on ballgames podcast live from the hills of arkansas and you're listening to the week seven sec football preview show i apologize i a little delayed in getting this one out I spent too much time in the poker room down at the Indian casino but i got six winners for you tonight so let's get into it get on with it and get you on your way 11 o'clock espn arkansas at alabama alabama's line a 19 and a half point favorite with a total of 45 and a half if you listen to tuesday's show we gave you the under 46 and a half Sharp money is coming in on the under, and I got a couple good reasons why. Both of these teams want to run the ball. Neither have a quarterback that can throw the ball, and both of these defenses are pretty damn good at stopping the run and the pass. If you're leaning towards the Arkansas side in this one, I don't blame you. Coach Sam Pittman is nine and three against the spread as a road dog as a head coach at Arkansas. First thing I want to do, I'm gonna stand up. The Razorback Nation, I would call the damn Hall And Alabama's possibly looking ahead in this game to the third Saturday in October as they'll host the Tennessee Volunteers, a team that beat them last year. So go ahead and lock in the under on this game with a slight lean to Arkansas. 11 o'clock, Jefferson Pilot game of the week. The following is an exclusive presentation of Jefferson Pilot Sports. Georgia at Vanderbilt. The dogs now lined a 33 point favorite with a total of 55 and a half. What you already know about this game is Vanderbilt is awful. They're 0-7 against the spread this season, and Georgia finally looks like the killer machine we all thought they would be. We're playing Georgia, minus 17 and a half for the first half. If you follow us on Twitter, we gave this play out yesterday. This game's already ticked up to 18 and a half. If you look at the schedule, Georgia's got a bye coming up next week. And the game following that is the world's largest outdoor cocktail party in Jacksonville as Georgia takes on Florida. I think Kirby wants to pad Brock Bauer's stats, make a run for him with the Heisman, put up an early lead on Vanderbilt, blow him out and get the hell out of Nashville with a win. So we're on Georgia for the first half and definitely lean to Georgia for the full game. We'll call it a 42-0 win. 230, SEC Network, Florida at South Carolina. South Carolina currently a two-point favorite with a total of 50. We're on Florida money line in this game. Florida is solid on both sides of the ball. The only problem with Florida is they can't generate explosive plays, and the defense is the same problem. They can't stop explosive plays, but they do stop teams from getting first downs. South Carolina's a one-dimensional offense. They can't run the ball. The only thing they have going for them is Spencer Rattler, and the defense is Swiss cheese. I don't know if we can beat anybody this year. And Leadership, no, we, we don't have any leaders out here. Guys are soft. They just can't, I don't know. Maybe I ought to give them a week off and start over and see if we can regroup and, and find some real real tough guys out here. I think Florida wins time of possession, and this one that keeps South Carolina's offense off the field. And Florida gets out of Columbia with the win, 28-21. CBS Uncle Vern Game of the Week. Hello everybody, I'm Vern Lundquist along with Jack Beard. Texas A&M at Tennessee. Tennessee lined a three-point favorite with a total of 55. And this is another one where if you listen to Tuesday's show, you get ahead of the line move. Sharp money is coming in on the Aggies as the line has ticked down from three and a half to three. However, I would still play Texas A&M plus three as I do think they get out of Neyland Stadium with an upset win. You might have heard on some other podcasts or some talk shows that Tennessee's won 12 straight at home. But if anybody take the time to go look up and see who the hell Tennessee played in those 12 games, they'd figure out that Alabama was the only good team out of those 12. Tennessee was lined a double-digit favorite in 11 of those 12 games. If you look at this year's schedule, Tennessee hadn't played and beaten anybody. The best team they've beaten is that South Carolina team that were fading this week. All their other wins have come against Virginia, Austin P, and some other schools I can't even remember. Pro Football Focus has quarterback Joe Milton ranked 65th for all FBS quarterbacks that have attempted at least 150 passes. There's only 60 Power 5 football programs. So what other 5 MAC or Conference USA quarterbacks are better than the Tennessee quarterback? I don't know how the hell you can lay points in this one with a quarterback that we're saying is not any good and with a team that really doesn't have that strong of a home field advantage. I know the spot does favor Tennessee as they're coming off the bye week. However, give me the Aggies and give me the points. We like the Aggies on the upset win, 24-20. Six o'clock ESPN, night game in Death Valley. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the beginning of the fourth quarter. The sun will soon find its home in the western sky, and it will be Saturday night. In Death Valley. Auburn at LSU. LSU, 11-point favorite with a total of 60. And again, if you listen to Tuesday's show, we gave you Auburn plus 12. We're beating the line move again. Sharp money has come in on Auburn. This game is now down to 11. Situational spot does favor Auburn. Auburn is coming off the bye week. And six out of the last seven times these teams have gotten together, the dog is covered. This game's been decided by five points or less, six out of the last seven times. And Auburn is 7-3 and in their last 10 versus LSU. Honestly, I don't know why in the world anybody would think that LSU is about to go out there and beat Auburn by two touchdowns. In their last three games, they've all been tight. A come-from-behind win against Arkansas, a late loss against Ole Miss, a come-from-behind win against Missouri. And now, for the fourth straight week, they got to get up for another game against an SEC opponent that's well-rested, that's well-prepared, and well-coached by Hugh Freeze. I'm well aware that Auburn doesn't have a quarterback on the roster that can throw the damn ball But I don't think it's going to matter if an LSU rush defense that's ranked 120th. Auburn's going to run the ball and control the clock. This game does flirt with going over, but it will be LSU's first under of the season. So we'll call this one LSU 33, Auburn 24. Auburn gets a lead early, and we'll actually come back and play LSU in-game like we've done the last three straight weeks, as LSU likes to find themselves in a hole in the first half, but has found ways to make second-half adjustments to come back and win games or keep it close late. 6.30 SEC Network, Missouri at Kentucky. Kentucky a two-point favorite with a total of 50. We are on Missouri plus the points, but I got to be honest, this is one where the line move did get away from us. I am on the over 52 and a half. This game is now moved down to 50 due to potential weather in Lexington. Now here's Ollie Williams with the Blackie weather forecast. Ollie, this go, to Could see wind gusts up to 28 miles an hour and some potential rain. I think this might be our last time to fade Kentucky. This is a Kentucky team that had not played anybody. They're just like Tennessee, but just an even worse schedule. Kentucky's played Eastern Kentucky, Akron, and Ball State, three teams that are all in the bottom ten of all of college football. Their lone win against Florida was built off of explosive plays, not sustained drives, and then they went out there and got the brakes beat off of them by Georgia. This Missouri team, on the other hand, Brady Cook is a top 10 quarterback per PFF. They do have the number one receiver in all of college football in Luther Burden. I'm not sure the situational spot favors either one of these teams. Kentucky coming off getting dump trucked. Missouri coming off an emotional loss. But I do believe more in Coach Drinkwitz than I do believe in Coach Stoops. I think Coach Drinkwitz puts together a pretty good game script, open up the game, Missouri gets an early lead, and Kentucky doesn't have the firepower to come back. Devin Leary sucks. This guy can't complete passes. He's got a 54% completion percentage. That's bottom 20 in all of quarterbacks and all of college football. So if Kentucky finds themselves down early, they can't dig themselves out of a hole. On the opposite side, if Missouri gets down early, they can. So your in-game strategy for this one, Missouri up play Missouri Missouri down play Missouri I don't see any scenario where Missouri doesn't come back and win this football game or they can't win from playing ahead so to recap this week's picks Arkansas Alabama under Georgia first half Florida money line Texas A&M plus the points Auburn plus the points with an in-game play at LSU, once we know that LSU is down after the end of the first quarter, and Missouri plus the points with the over, and playing Missouri at the end of the first quarter no matter what. And that'll do it for our week seven show. I won't see you tomorrow, but I will see you Sunday for our opening line show. Best of luck to you and all your plays on Saturday. Stay lucky.